2: Well, I think I'm going to like this study that has just come out. In fact, I know you all are going to like this study because it has to do with improving your brain power. Working out your brain doesn't involve reading, doesn't involve science uh, solving math or scientific equations. It involves a libation. We will get to that. My comments about the passing of Barbara Bush. Got a great Barbara Bush story the first day when they were private citizens after leaving the White House, and it involves a freshly brewed cup of coffee and the former president. We will get to that. Also, in this hour, we will talk about the passing of R. Lee Ermey, Gunnery sergeant Hartman in the iconic movie Full Metal Jacket. We will celebrate his life and in hour number two, we will talk about grilling. I know that in many parts of the Northeast and Midwest spring has not sprung. In fact, spring may totally avoid those areas in 2018 go directly to summer. In fact I looked I saw a picture from Syracuse yesterday from Syracuse University, my alma mater and I saw that there was snow yesterday. That's not a good sign on uh, April 21st. Way, way late in spring. So we will uh, get to all... Oh, as I was mentioning, so we're going to be talking about grilling. We've got uh, Max Gold of AmazingRibs.com. We've got Colonel Ange, who is in charge of the Western New York Theater of Operations and in charge of the Pooch Pit Grilling Maneuvers. He is our number 1A connoisseur and expert when it comes to grilling delicacy maneuvers. So we will talk about breaking out your grill... Uh, we'll talk about some different smokers and grills that you can look at. Amazingribs.com just did a complete analysis of all different types of smokers and grills and different price points. You got to get ready for summer. I know in many parts of the country there's no end in sight to winter, but it's coming. I can guarantee you that. Long Ash greetings and salutations. A Long Ash snappy salute. Semper delictatio. Always pleasure. Long live the Alpha. Make America Great Again, Screw the Enemies of Pleasure, the Global Alpha Male-in-Chief and the Global Five-Star General-in-Chief, front and center from Command Center Alpha here in the Cigar City of Tampa. As always, go to CigarDave.com. Make sure you follow me on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You never know what I am going to say or when I am going to say it or make comments. So make sure you follow me. Twitter's number one, but I'm doing a great job on getting Facebook and even doing some Instagram stuff as well. Twitter handle is at Cigar Dave Show. As I let off in the opening of this edition of the Cigar Dave Show, a new study has come out. A new study in the book, Neuronology, How the Brain Creates the Taste of Wine, a... Noted expert from the Yale School of Medicine, Dr. Gordon Shepard, says that drinking wine engages more parts of our brain, our gray matter, than any other human behavior. And He is a leading neuroscientist. Dr. Shepard said that sniffing and analyzing wine before drinking requires exquisite control of one of the biggest muscles in the body. That is the brain. Now, when I open a bottle of wine, or any libation for that matter, in fact, we will be doing Cinco de Mayo tasting maneuvers in a few weeks here on the Cigar Dave Show. And one of the things that we will do is sample, I'm sure, we'll probably have, who knows, 15, 18, 20, 25 different tequilas that we will sample. And on every one of those, after I pour the tequila, I will allow it to move into the snifter. I will rotate it in the snifter or in the whiskey tasting uh, glass, the 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 whiskey uh, uh, special Glen Cairn glass that I use on many occasions to sample libations. And I will use my nose. I will smell the aromas. I want to get the first few notes on my nose. And that's the first introduction to a spirit. We pour it. We look at it. So really visual is the first... First element that we partake in, but the second is we sniff it, we smell it. We want to get the aromas. Are there any notes? Are there any subtle, subtle cues that would lead us into how the spirit will taste? Same thing with wine. We pour the wine, and what we do is we also we we, we allow in the in the wine glass. I use a nice large wine glass, big red wine glass. And I want to actually rotate the wine. I want to volatilize the esters. I want to release the flavor notes. I want it to, to aerate a little bit. And then I sniff. I sniff once, sniff twice. And I want to get the various notes on my, uh, on my nasal cavity before even taking a sip. And so what we're finding now from Dr. Shepard's research is that when the drinker, when the connoisseur swirls the wine or any sort of spirit, first of all in the glass, and then they use their nose, and then in their mouth, the tongue's intricate muscles are put to work along with thousands of taste and smell receptors. And the overall process engages the brain more than listening to music, or solving difficult math problems. And that's what he claims. He spent years studying how the human brain processes flavor and says his research shows that taste is a lot more subjective than previously thought and that more attention should be paid to the drinker than the wine because everyone uses their own frame of reference to process taste, which he says is heavily dependent on our own memories and emotions and those of our companions at the time. And this is very interesting because how many of us have poured a glass of wine or a glass of bourbon or whiskey and we all swirl it around in the glass and we sniff it and one will say, oh, I'm getting a lot of notes of uh, caramel or notes of butterscotch. Someone will say, I'm getting citrus. Another person will say, I'm getting a lot of maple and some honey. And then when you taste it, everybody has a slight different taste composition or their their analysis of what these spirits taste like is slightly different. Because all of our taste buds and all of our nasal receptors are slightly different. It's like a movie. You go in to see a movie. I think that Animal House and Porky's probably two of the finest movies ever made. But some critics will say, oh, those movies were terrible. Everybody has their own frame of reference. There is no right, there is no wrong when it comes to spirits. So... One of the other items that Dr. Shepard mentions is that while it's typical during wine or spirit tastings to spit the wine or spirit into a bucket, he said swallowing is a key part of the tasting process. When I was out in Napa Valley, that's about four years ago, and I hit all the various wineries, one of the first things I did is I actually found a driver service that specializes in taking guests to various wineries. Because I, didn't want to, I wanted to enjoy the wine. I didn't want to have to worry about spitting it out. To me, I get no enjoyment out of tasting a wine and spitting it out. I want to get the CDWF. I want to get the Cigar Dave Warmth Factor as it goes down my throat. I want to get all the intricacies. Is there any aftertaste? What am I getting on the throat? Very important. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to go out and drink an entire bottle. I will go to a winery and sample four or five different wines, and I may have the equivalent of maybe a couple of uh, tablespoons of each wine. And together, maybe that's a third of a glass of wine. But I want to taste it. I want to get the notes. And then if I find one that I like, I'm going to taste more and sip more. So Dr. Shepard says in his analysis that swallowing a key part of the tasting process. But you should not overdo it because the sip will give you the flavor give you the taste, but if you do too much, it'll saturate your system. So this is fantastic. So instead of nightly reading or uh, solving crossword puzzles or math problems, complex scientific equations, screw all that. Grab a glass of wine or your favorite spirit, swirl it around, analyze it. It is indeed good for your brain. I received... An interesting story from Sergeant Steve. Sergeant Steve, you are not a native of Cincinnati, but you went to the University of Cincinnati, and you worked in Cincinnati, correct? That's correct. I lived there for 10 years. And I actually worked up there as well, uh, downtown Cincinnati, and some very well-known restaurants in downtown Cincinnati, or in Cincinnati in general. Two of my favorites, Montgomery Inn, Great Ribs, Ted Gregory, the owner at the time, now his son, Dean, runs it, and Izzy's, Great New York-style deli, downtown Cincinnati. But there's another restaurant that is very synonymous and famous when it comes to thinking about Cincinnati, and that is Skyline Chili. And we've had this discussion before, and I don't get it. You put spaghetti, chili, and then you can put cheese, you can put onions, you can, what else can you put, black beans? beans? I don't know. Yep, beans. Okay. Three-way, four-way, five-way. Well, you sent me this, which I thought was very interesting. A takeoff on kind of Skyline Chili. A downtown Cincinnati restaurant is making a Cincinnati chili-infused whiskey cocktail. It is called the Manhattan Skyline. Now, here's my question. Cincinnati is known as the Queen City. Why is it known as the Queen City, by the way?
3: Uh, it goes back to the riverboat days and all that. I, I don't know the exact origin, but I know it goes back to the riverboats on the Ohio River and all that.
2: Well, it's interesting. Buffalo is also known as the Queen City. And so or is the Charlotte. Nickel City. And so is Charlotte. Right, exactly. Queen Queen Charlotte. Exactly. Exactly. But why is it this this libation that was concocted by uh, the mixologist at Metropole, uh, I guess a a bar or a restaurant in downtown Cincinnati, calls it the Manhattan Skyline. Shouldn't it be called the Queen City Skyline?
4: I would think so. That, That seems a little bizarre to me.
2: Yeah, well, it's a unique cocktail option at Metropole. And it is made with Maker's Mark and housemade Cincinnati chili-infused bitters. $8 for the libation. And the cocktail, the bitters used in the cocktail are made with a lot of chili powder, he says, some dark chocolate, cinnamon, cumin, clove, cayenne, and a little bit of red wine. i got to tell you, that sounds pretty interesting. We're going to have to get our hands on that. But I was thinking about this. You know, if you're going to have some truly Cincinnati-based libations... How about coming up with a Montgomery Martini, where you have some bourbon, got to have American bourbon, and maybe some sort of subtle notes of Montgomery and ribs? Oh, now you're talking. That Absolutely. Would be, that would be wonderful. Or the Izzy. Now, the the uh, uh, Izzy's Deli, downtown Cincinnati, I think they have locations around Cincinnati now as well, mm-hmm. known for their incredible Rubens, their pastrami, their potato pancakes, their coleslaw fantastic deli, one of my favorite spots in Cincinnati. So how about we do a libation, again, that uses American bourbon but has some sort of taste of either a Reuben, little hints of a Reuben, or some pastrami, even some corned beef. Now think about that. You're combining two of the finest quality food products known to man on the planet, nice. bourbon and pastrami.
3: I think we Can't need to go make wrong. a road trip and do that.
2: I think we need to do that. And, in fact, I think we need to uh, get uh, uh, Samadier Dave to get work. Maybe, in fact, we'll talk to Colonel Ange in the second hour as we talk about getting your grill ready and what to, uh, how to get ready for summer grilling season with Colonel Ange and with Max Gold of AmazingRibs.com. But maybe we'll get Colonel Ange to create some sort of – product that we can infuse the libation with. He can create it on the grill that gives us some sort of that that meaty taste, either the Montgomery and rib taste or the pastrami taste. I think that would be absolutely magnificent. No ifs, no ends, no buts. When we come back, I want to talk about Barbara Bush, passed away uh, earlier this week at the age of 92, but a great story that uh, she relayed after she and former President H.W. Bush uh Left the off, uh, left the White House, and they were private citizens. Their first night at their home in Houston. So we will talk about that. Hour number two, we will engage in delicacy pleasure maneuvers as we get ready for summer grilling maneuvers. I know many of you in the Northeast and Midwest are saying, "General, we're still in winter. Winter has not backed off. We got snow, we got ice, we've got we've got cold temperatures." Trust me, it's coming. It is around the corner. May is around the corner. It's coming. And I guarantee when, you, when that sunshine finally breaks and the warm temperatures, you start feeling that 50-degree and 60- and 70-degree heat and the smell of summer in the Northeast or Midwest or any parts of the country, you will want to be ready to throw some nice, giant, big cuts of dead animal product on that grill, and you will want to be ready, and we will get you ready front
0: and center today on The Cigar Dave Show. The April selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is a Davidoff portfolio sampler, including the Avo XO. This stick has a lightly colored Ecuadorian, Connecticut wrapper that's as pleasing to the eye as it is to the palate. The Avo XO is sweet and creamy with hints of nut and pepper. Not a member of the Officers Club? Get premium cigars shipped directly to you every month by signing up today at CigarDave.com.
5: All Padrón cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padrón. For your Padrón retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padrón is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight.
2: The Cigar Dave Show is available 24-7, 365 via the Cigar Dave mobile app for Android, iPhone, as well as Amazon Kindle. You don't need to be in front of a radio. You just need to have your mobile device ready to go. And you can listen to me take on the enemies of pleasure. Talk about the alpha male good life as we talk cigars, spirits, diversions, grilling, Go and download the Cigar Dave mobile app presented by Diamond Crown. Never miss a minute of a Cigar Dave show with the Cigar Dave mobile app.
0: With an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy, it's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. 2018 marks the 30th anniversary of the founding of Avo
2: Cigars, and this year, Davidoff of Geneva, which owns the Avo brand, coming out with some absolutely incredible expressions to celebrate the 30th anniversary of Avo, including... The Avo Improvisation 30 Years which is being just was released. This is a magnificent cigar. Absolutely incredible. Like the classic number three, it measures seven and a half inches in length with a 50 ring gauge. Now this particular cigar uses an incredible looking Ecuadorian Marron wrapper. It is deep, it is dark, it is rich. Fabulous cigar. I should say that I actually had one yesterday with Dylan Austin, who is the VP of Sales and Marketing uh, for Avo and the Camacho lines for Davidoff, and uh, enjoyed this Avo 30th immensely. Very limited production, 2,400 boxes, 25 cigars in every box, $16 per cigar. It's got a lot of flavor. Ecuadorian maroon wrapper, Dominican binder, Dominican filler. It is a chewy, hearty cigar, but incredibly smooth. You get the chance to buy one of these, buy one. Well worth it as we celebrate Avo 30 years.
0: Cigar altering and highly sharpened leaf exposing device. Self sharpening double edged stainless steel guillotine ready to go. Mm-hmm. Maximum BTU flame throwing and heat producing apparatus. Well, this
2: is from the Cigar Dave R&D Laboratories. This is the one I've been using the last month or so. It is the Mala. Make America Lightate Again. Listen to that flame. Woo!
0: That's what I will use today. C- Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Perfect cut. I will toast the foot of this Avo
2: 30. I'm telling you this it almost looks like a Maduro and when we think about the Moron seed the Moron wrapper comes from Mexico originally and now they have transplanted that in Ecuador and I can tell you absolutely spectacular this cigar and in addition to this they're coming out with some other oldies but goodies from Avo the Avo Maduro the Avo 22 the Avo LE17 you will start to see those over the next few months again Limited editions, some will be regular expressions, but most limited, as I puff and rotate. On this Avo Improvisation 30 years, Mm. great draw, oh wow, great taste, fabulous. Mm. Blow on the foot, perfect light on this Avo Improvisation 30, and I will say cheers to Avo as I lift this cigar, the memory of Avo lives.
0: Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers.
2: Well, we talked at the open of the show about how basically drinking wine and putting a little wine in a snifter is actually good for you and good for your brain. So I need a a, a wine that'll pair up nicely with the Avo Improvisation 30. I got the perfect one from Below Vineyards, BV, the Rutherford Cabernet. 2014, about $38, $39 a bottle. Got some nice aroma of fruit, a little oakiness. Mmm. Very nice on the uh, palate. I will say cheers. I will take a sip. Mmm. Nice black fruit flavors, a little blackberry. Not very tanniny. I love cab. A lot of boldness, but not that much boldness, but a perfect accompaniment. To my Avo 30 improvisation is below vineyards, Rutherford Cabernet.
0: The General is always on Twitter, delivering breaking news, giving you the latest intel on cigars, and battling the enemies of pleasure. Chat with the General now at Cigar Dave Show. Patriotically made in the USA, America's alpha male-in-chief, Cigar Cigar Dave. Dave.
2: One of my favorite actors, a real-life Marine, R. Lee Ermey, passed away this this Sunday, past Sunday, the age of 74, complications from pneumonia. Born Ronald Lee Ermey in Emporia, Kansas, March 24, 1944, best known and really achieved fame when he played Gunnery Sergeant Hartman in the 1987 motion picture Full Metal Jacket. Earned him a Golden Globe Award nomination for Best Supporting Actor. He was a United States Marine Corps Staff Sergeant, a Drill Sergeant, and an Honorary Gunnery Sergeant. Also, uh, he really, when you... Looked at him, he just—he was the real deal. He looked the part, played the part, and was also cast in many commercials for his marine-like toughness. He was really typecast in those authority figure roles, especially the military roles. He was in, uh, uh, played in Mississippi Burning, in Prefontaine. He was Sheriff Hoyt in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. He was uh, in Fletch lives. He was the plastic army men leader Sarge in the Toy Story films. He was in uh, The Warden and SpongeBob SquarePants. He was John House in House. Also hosted two programs on the History Channel: one called Mail Call, and the other called Lock and Load. He was also he also hosted Gunny Time on the Outdoor Channel. Now, interesting, Arlie Ermy enlisted in the Marine Corps 1961 at the age of 17 went through recruit training at the Marine Corps Recruit Depot in San Diego. His first few years, he served in the aviation support field before becoming a drill sergeant in India Company, 3rd Recruit Training Battalion at Marine Corps Recruit Depot, San Diego. He was assigned there from 1965 to 1967. He then went to Okinawa, Japan in 1968. He went to Vietnam, served in Vietnam, spent 14 months in Vietnam, remainder of his service in the Marine Corps was in Okinawa, where he advanced to Staff Sergeant E-6, medically discharged in 1972. And what was very interesting, people think that the first role that he got was in the Full Metal Jacket movie, especially that opening uh, sequence, which is so famous, but not so fast. He was first cast in The Boys in Company C. That was actually his first acting gig. He played Staff Sergeant Lois a drill instru- uh, instructor in Platoon 163. Now, we have got a lot of audio cuts that we're going to play from some of his movies. We have edited the profanity out, so you'll hear a lot of beeps. We will, however. We're creating an Arlie Ermy page at CigarDave.com, and we will post the links to all the various video cuts, uncensored, uncut, so you can really get the full Arlie Ermy drill sergeant acting experience. But this was an opening scene in the boys in Company C back in 1978.
7: I'm Sergeant Loyce. I'm your drill instructor for the next two months, maggots. Jesus, how in the hell do they expect me to train Marines when they won't even send me human beings to start with? Sergeant, get these people through receiving barracks. I'm going to help you out. I don't want to drop in any of their civilian slime on the way through. Jesus when you are told to do so, you will reach down by your right foot, pick up your bags, empty the contents on the table in front of you. You will empty your pockets and place the contents of your pockets on the table in front of you. Do it now! What do you got in your back pocket? Contraband, get, get rid of it. Get rid of it! of your pocket. Oh, money. nice. Technicolor rubbers. I uh, I'll bet you're a virgin, aren't you? What? I lost it when I was 13. What? I lost it when I was 13, sir! Contraband, get rid of it. What do you have in a package there, private? Cookies for my girlfriend, sir. Bull, contraband, put it on the table. Oh, what do we have here, a little, huh? How about getting your jewelry off there, sweetheart? Put it on the table. What do you have in your pockets there, lipstick? Jesus, put the damn thing on the table. They will answer the following questions. Have you ever committed a sexual act with another man? Well,
2: do you like your bed? Do you like to wear a woman's clothing? <laughs> you maggots! One of those rose, uh, rose-colored uh, rubbers. Classic. Nineteen. Uh, that was his first movie. Back. Uh, what did I say? Uh, uh, Boys and Company. C Back. Wait. I got. I want to get the exact date here. Nineteen seventy-eight. Followed it up in nineteen seventy-nine, playing Eagle Thrust Seven helicopter pilot uh, in Apocalypse Now. But nineteen eighty-seven was his really big breakout. Very interesting. Arlie Ermey was hired as a technical director for the movie Stanley Kubrick's Full Metal Jacket. He was intended only to be a technical advisor, just to consult, but Kubrick changed his mind after Ermey put together an instructional tape in which he went on an extended tirade towards several extras. And once he saw that, Kubrick said, forget the guy, the actor I hired. This is the guy for the role. He wanted authenticity for the film. So Kubrick allowed Ermi to write and edit his own dialogue and improvise on the set, which is was very rare for a Stanley Kubrick film. We'll play, this is a long cut. This is the opening scene in Full Metal Jacket from 1987, very well-known movie about Vietnam. We'll play the entire opening. It runs about seven minutes. And again, we've beeped out, we've made this work-friendly and we will post the unedited version at CigarDave.com. But here is Arlie Ermy playing Gunnery Sergeant Hartman, the opening to Full Metal Jacket from 1987.
1: I am Gunnery Sergeant Hartman, your senior drill instructor. From now on, you will speak only when spoken to, and the first and last words out of your filthy sewers will be, sir. Do you maggots understand that? Sir, sir yes, sir. Bull, I can't hear you. Sound off like you got a pair. If you ladies leave my island, if you survive recruit training, you will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death praying for war. But until that day, you are pukes. You are the lowest form of life on earth. You are not even human beings. You are nothing but unorganized, grabastic pieces of amphibian shit. Because I am hard, you will not like me. But the more you hate me, the more you will learn. I am hard, but I am fair. There is no racial bigotry here. I do not look down on n****s, <laughs> wops, or greasers. Here you are all equally worthless. And my orders are to weed out all non-hackers who do not pack the gear to serve in my beloved car. Do you maggots understand that? Sir! Yes, sir! Bo- I can't hear you! Sir! Yes, sir! What's your name, scumbag? Sir! Robin
5: Brown, sir!
1: Bo- from now on, you're Private Snowball. Do you like that name? Sir, yes, sir! Well, there's one thing that you won't like, Private Snowball. They don't serve fried chicken and watermelon on a daily basis in my mess hall. Sir, yes, sir! Is
3: that you, John Wayne? Is this me? Who said that?
1: Who the said that? Who's the slimy little communist twinkle-toed down here who just signed his own death warrant? Nobody, huh? The very f***ing godmother said it. I'm f***ing standing. I will PT you all until you f***ing die. I'll PT you until you're a f-ing for sucking buttermilk. Was it you, you scroungy little f-ing? huh? Sir, no, sir. You little piece of s***. You look like a f***ing worm. I bet it was you. Sir, no, sir. Sir, I said it, sir. Well, no f-ing. What have we got here? A f***ing comedian, private joker. I admire your honesty. Hell, I like you. You can come over to my house and my sister. You little scumbag! I got your name. I got your ass. You will not laugh. You will not cry. You will learn by the numbers. I will teach you. Now get up. Get on your feet. You had best un yourself, or I will unscrew your head and down your neck. Sir, yes, sir. Private Joker, why did you join my beloved corps? Sir, to kill, sir. So you're a killer. Sir, yes, sir. Let me see your war face. Sir! You got a war face? Ah! That's a war face! Now let me see your war face! Ah! Bullshit, you didn't convince me! Let me see your real war face! Ah! You don't scare me! Work on it! Sir, yes, sir! What's your excuse? Sir, excuse for what, sir? I'm asking the f- questions here, Private. Do you understand? Sir, yes, sir! Well, thank you very much. Can I be in charge for a while? Sir, yes, sir! Are you shook up? Are you nervous? Sir, I am, sir! Do I make you nervous? Sir! Sir, what? Are you about to call me an Sir? No, sir! How tall are you, Private? Sir, five foot nine, sir! Five foot nine? I didn't know they stacked that high. You trying to squeeze an inch in on me somewhere? Huh? Sir, no, sir! Bull, it looks to me like the best part of you ran down to cracking your mama's ass and ended up as a brown stain on the mattress. I think you've been cheated. Where in hell are you from anyway, Private? Sir, Texas, sir! Holy dog! Texas only steers and queers come from Texas. Private cowboy, and you don't much look like a steer to me, so that kind of narrows it down. Do you suck, sir? B-? No, sir. Are you a Peter Puffer, sir? No, sir. I bet you're the kind of guy that would b- a person in the ass and not even have the b- common courtesy to give him a reach around. I'll be watching you. Did your parents have any children that lived, sir? Yes, sir. I bet they regret that. You're so ugly you could be a modern art masterpiece. What's your name, fat body? Sir Leonard Lawrence, sir. Lawrence, Lawrence, what of Arabia? Sir, no, sir. That name sounds like royalty. Are you royalty? Sir, no, sir. Do you suck? Sir, s-? no, sir. Bull, I'll bet you could suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Sir, no, sir. I don't like the name Lawrence. Only f and sailors are called Lawrence. From now on, you're Gomer Pile. Sir, yes, sir. Do you think I'm cute, Private Pile? Do you think I'm funny? Sir, no, sir. Then wipe that disgusting grin off your face. Sir, yes, sir. Well, I need f***ing time, sweetheart. Sir, I'm trying, sir. Private Pile, I'm going to give you three seconds. Exactly three f***ing seconds to wipe that stupid-looking grin off your face or I will gouge out your eyeballs and skull f*** you. One, two, three. Sir, I can't help it, sir. get on your knees, scumbag. Now choke yourself. F***ing damn it with my hand. I'm nuts. Don't pull my f***ing hand over there. I said choke yourself. Now lean forward and choke yourself. Are you through grinning? Sir, yes, sir. B- I can't hear you. Sir, yes, sir. But I still can't hear you. Sound off like you've got a pair. Sir, yes, sir. That's enough. Get on your feet. <laughs> Private pile, you had best square your ass away and start me, Tiffany Cuplinks, or I will definitely you up. Sir, yes, sir.
2: Only Arlie Ermy could have pulled that scene off because it was so authentic. And that's why Stanley Kubrick, as soon as he saw a tape of Arlie Ermy doing a, kind of a drill sergeant routine with some extras, he said, this is my guy. No actor. There's no actor that could have done that. He was the real deal. And that movie, that opening sequence made that movie. If you've never seen it, rent it, buy it, watch it. All right, also from the Full Metal Jacket uh, movie, a jelly donut scene where he finds some contraband, a jelly donut.
1: Holy Jesus. What is that? What the f*** is that? Pile? Sir, jelly donut, sir. A jelly donut? Sir, yes, sir. How did it get here? Sir, I took it from the mess hall, sir. Is chow allowed in the barracks, Private Pile? Sir, no, sir. Are you allowed to eat jelly donuts, Private Pile? Sir, no, sir. And why not, Private Pile? Sir, because I'm too heavy, sir. Because you are a disgusting fat body, Private Pile? Sir, yes, sir. Then why did you hide a jelly donut in your footlocker, Private Pile? Sir, because I was hungry, sir because you were hungry. Private Pyle has dishonored himself and dishonored the platoon. I have tried to help him, but I have failed. I have failed because you have not helped me. You people have not given Private Pyle the proper motivation. Piled up. I will not punish him. I will punish all of you. And the way I see it, ladies, you owe me for one jelly donut. Now get on your faces. Open your mouth. They're paying for it. You eat it. Ready? Exercise. One, two, three,
2: four, five, nine. Talk about intense. There's nobody else that could have maintained that intensity. When we come back, I've got some other cuts that we want to play as we remember the life of R. Lee Ermey, a proud Marine actor, one of the all-time classics from Hollywood. We've got a couple of more cuts that you'll enjoy around the corner.
0: The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is a Davidoff Portfolio Sampler, including the Camacho Ecuador. This cigar features an earthy Brazilian Matafina binder, Honduran and Dominican fillers, resulting in an intense full-bodied cigar that's as balanced as it is loud. Want these cigars shipped directly to you each month? Log on to CigarDave.com to join the Officers Club. Beta males run on tofu. Alpha males run on meat. Steak, cigars, and Cigar Dave. The trifecta of pleasure.
6: In this difficult and challenging time, when the government is trying to outlaw premium cigars and take away the art form of enjoying a beautiful cigar, we decided to introduce our brand called Prohibition. This cigar is going to be the bootleggers dream a gorgeous cigar made in Esteli, Nicaragua, triple capped using a broadleaf wrapper and a Mexican wrapper from the San Andres Valley. It's got Nicaraguan tobaccos from the Nicaraguan valleys of Esteli and Jalapa. It's rich, it's complex, it's got some spice, some white pepper, and a ton of sweetness. Full of flavor, this cigar is one that you're gonna wanna enjoy and you're gonna bootleg, and that's why it's called Prohibition. Enjoy it, I promise you're gonna love it.
2: Appropriate, we play the Marine Corps theme to honor Arlie Ermy, the drill sergeant who passed away last Sunday at the age of 74. Very interesting, Arlie Ermy, the only first and only Marine Corps retiree who was promoted after he was discharged. In 2002, he received an honorary promotion to Gunnery Sergeant E7 by the Marine Corps Commandant General James L. Jones. All right, so we played some of the uh, cuts from the boys of Company C, Full Metal Jacket, the opening scene, the jelly donut scene. He wrote a book called Gunny's Rules, How to Get Squared Away Like a Marine, and he was a guest on a show, and he talked about the wussification, to a degree the betification of boys. Let's hit it.
1: You have to understand that uh, we have neutered all the young boys in this country.
5: Well, yeah. and,
1: uh, and after the serious neutering of all those young boys, the bullies come out of the woodwork and... Yeah. And the young boys are, are afraid to stand up to the bullies. And back in the day when I was a kid in the schoolyard, if a bully came up to me and tried to bully me, I'd first of all try to diplomatically talk my way out of the situation. If that didn't work, I'd pop him in the snot locker and drop him on the deck. Now, if a kid uh, defends himself, If a young man stands up for his rights and stands up for himself against the bully, right away he is is the villain, and he's the one who gets kicked out of school. It's just not right.
2: Pop him in the snot locker. I love this guy. All right. Uh, He also was a board member of the NRA, and he did a commercial for them called the Register to Vote Librarian Commercial, where he plays a calm, relaxed librarian. But then he goes into character.
1: Library card. I forgot it. Driver's license. Now I walked here. Voter's registration card. I'm sorry, voters what? You mean you're not registered to vote? What's my one vote going to do anyway, huh? NOT REGISTERED TO VOTE! But you think that wearing that tough guy t-shirt is protecting your Second Amendment rights? Listen up. You get your bot over to that computer station right now, log on to TriggerTheVote.com and register to vote! Yes, sir. What about the rest of you? Sure, I could go back to being a hard ass, but right now I'm enjoying the peace and quiet here at the library.
2: Classic. All right. He also did a Geico commercial. You remember this? He plays a therapist, a calm therapist, where he's got like a wussified beta on the couch. Then he goes full drill sergeant gunnery on the guy.
1: Could switching to Geico really save you 15% or more on gun insurance? Does a former drill sergeant make a terrible therapist? And that's why yellow makes me sad, I think. That's interesting. You know what makes me sad? You do! Maybe we should chug on over to Mambi Pamby Land, where maybe we can find some self-confidence for you, you jackwagon!
3: Tissue. All right, baby. <laughs> Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
2: I love that tissue. You yeah, Mamby Pamby. Go to Mambi Pamby Land, you jackwagon. All right, we've got time for one more cut. And uh, actually, after that Geico commercial, we, we don't have time for this longer cut, but we'll post it at CigarDave.com. He was doing a Toys for Tots rally, and he kind of went after Obama. Believe it or not, he voted for Obama the first time. Then he realized he was a social, that Obama was a socialist and kind of went off after him a little bit. And uh, Geico kind of terminated him, took, their, uh, took the commercial off their YouTube page, and he actually said that it kind of hurt him in some Hollywood roles. But by then, he had already made it. All right, here's the last one that we will play. Uh, he was asked by TMZ, which branch of the military do Marines make fun of the most?
1: I trust the United States Marine Corps. I, I like the Navy SEALs. Uh, the Army has uh, some Special Forces personnel. Uh, you know, everybody bleeds the same color. Yes. That would be Uncle Sam's Canoe Club, uh, <laughs> the uh, the Coast Guard. Uncle
2: Sam's Canoe Club, the Coast Guard, classic. All in good fun, the Coast Guard, very important branch of the military. So uh, Arlie Army was uh, just uh, incredible. I, by my count, I went through it. He appeared in 105 movies or TV shows between 1978 and 2016. Incredible. Also, co founder of Bravery Brewing in Lancaster, California. They've actually named an ale after him, the Gunny, a very strong American ale, and he supported President Trump. Also, he enjoyed cigars. So, rest in peace to Gunny R. Lee an absolute classic. I could tell you, I could listen and just watch him over and over on those uh, rolls because, again, it was so authentic. All right, next hour, we'll be joined by Max Gold of AmazingRibs.com, Colonel Ange from the Pooch Pit. We'll talk about summer grilling preparation maneuvers, everything you need to know about buying a grill, a smoker, getting ready for grilling, and I'll also tell you about that Barbara Bush story right around the corner.
0: Hour 2 is next. This is CCRM. The Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. From Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877 Dave 007. Now. now. Fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave.
2: I know many of you in the Northeast and Midwest will not believe me when I say that we are in spring right now. Here in the sunshine state of Florida, the weather has been magnificent. Cool mornings, warm, very low humidity afternoons. Today going to be in the low 80s, mid 80s, but no humidity. Beautiful time of year at least in the southeast. Northeast, Midwest, not so much. But I assure you, spring, well, spring may not show up this year, but summer certainly will. It may come in July, but it is coming. And in this hour, we will spend time with Max Gold from AmazingRibs.com and Colonel Ange Puccio of the, the Colonel in Charge of the Western New York Theater of Operations, direct from the cold pooch pit in a classified location in Western New York. And we will talk summer grilling preparatory maneuvers Everything you need to do to get your grills ready and amazingribs.com just launched a uh, or just released their big awards for the best grills and smokers so we will get into that. But first, didn't have time in the last hour to get to this. I want to very quickly uh, relay a great story about Barbara Bush, who passed away at the age of 92 this year. I, I remember this story vividly. And it was an interview maybe a few years after they left the White House and became private citizens. And I don't know if it was on Larry King or one of the other interview shows. And I remember that at the time, I think it was Larry King or whoever it was, said to, to uh, a president, former President George H.W. Bush, well, what's the thing you miss most about being president being in the White House? And President Bush said, well, there's this little button thingy over on the nightstand and every time you press it in the morning when you got up the coffee would be fresh hot coffee would be delivered to you immediately it was great he said so the thing I miss most is that button and he said let me tell you a story he said the first day we're in Houston private citizen I wake up I roll over and I look for that button and there's no button there so I rolled back and I said bar since there's no button Can you get up and get me some coffee? And she said, George, get up and make your own damn coffee. And at that time, he said, that's when I knew life would be different. And Isn't that amazing? Of all the things, Air Force One, having that, that little button in the morning on the nightstand to be able to just press, and the next thing you know, you got hot coffee delivered there. If we could only do the same thing for barbecue or for grilling or having a steak, even in the morning, hit that button and say, I think I'm ready for some steak and eggs. That would be fantastic. So Barbara Bush, really uh, just a, a great story there. And that really, I think, captured her spirit and her essence and uh, very grounded, very down-to-earth, didn't let uh, anybody get away with anything, including her own husband. She wasn't getting him the coffee. Whether he was the former commander-in-chief, the most powerful man in the free world, he's getting his own coffee once they became private citizens. All right, let us welcome now, first up, from Chicago, the, uh, one of the... Key members of AmazingRibs.com. In fact, his official title is Vice President of Product Reviews and Keeper of the Flame, Max Gold. Max, welcome to The Cigar Dave Show.
8: Thank you, Dave. I want to interject and say my name is not Max Gold. It's Max
2: I'm Gold. sorry, Max Good. My apologies. You know what? <laughs> I don't it. know why. My, my, It is Max Good. My my apologies. But you know what? I was probably thinking because of your Gold Star reviews on all the, all the grills and all the smokers. So I did know that. But of course, I didn't look at the sheet, and I, 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 I you know, just figured all those gold awards and uh, and and silver medals and all the other medals that you hand out. We'll get to that momentarily. Also, we've got Colonel Ange from the Western New York Theater of Operations, classified location in the Pooch Pit. Colonel Ange, is it still snowing and and uh, and and uh,
4: ice storming there? General, we're going to hit sixty degrees today, and you know what that means? Grilling time. Ah, you know what? No, that means the nude beaches on Lake Erie open up.
2: <laughs> oh, that could be scary, Colonel Ange. I've seen and some of those some of those heifers in the Western New York Theater of Operations. Very general. I'm scary, not so general. sure. Yeah, and could, General,
4: could, Can I say this is a monumental show because you have Max Good, the Keeper of the Flame, alongside of the General, the Keeper of the Dames. I just think that that's it's remarkable. We have you both on at the same time.
2: Absolutely. We're going to talk summer grilling, preparatory maneuvers. And first up, Max, uh, tell us about AmazingRibs.com. Great site. Tell us about it.
8: Anything you need to know about barbecue, you will find at AmazingRibs.com. My equipment reviews, I have well over 500 searchable reviews of grills and smokers. You can go in there and find what you're looking for uh, in your price range, uh, the type of fuel if you want charcoal or gas, you name it. Um, We also have tested recipes, tips and techniques, history. It's all there at AmazingRibs.com. We began as kind of a a neighborhood dare uh, in 2005. Our owner, the famous Meathead Goldwyn, uh, whose award-winning New York Times bestseller book, uh, The Science of Great Barbecue and Grilling, has just taken us to the the stratosphere basically when it came out a couple years ago Um, he had a a bet with his neighbor who could make the best ribs and uh, he won and just threw it up on the internet kind of just for fun and got all this traffic and one thing led to another here we are today we're by far and away the most popular barbecue website in the world Uh, so please visit us
2: well, we'll have links uh, on CigarDave.com and on social media that we will relay. Now, Max, let's talk about your background, because your background is not in professional barbecue. You're actually uh, more on the TV, radio, film side, correct? Or TV uh, and film side, I should say.
8: Yes, yes. I, uh, I do have a background in music, film production. Um, I've uh, always enjoyed cooking. And as a matter of fact, the way Meathead and I hooked up was because I have a small barbecue sauce company called Black Swan. And that was the impetus for us first uh, talking to each other. Um, But yes, I, I, um, I have done quite a bit in the realm of music and video and film. So tell us about your
2: interest in barbecue and becoming really the authority on product reviews. How did you, how did you become the maven of smoker and, and grill reviews?
8: Uh, out of necessity uh, for Meathead. Um, as I said, we because of my barbecue sauce, Black Swan, we became acquainted and just one day I get a call from him and he says, hey, would you like to write some reviews for me? And I go, really? I, yeah, he's he's an excellent writer. Um And I said, well, I've never done that before, but I'm game for anything. And we started just doing them as, you know, one here, one there. Next thing, it turned into a full-time job. And now I'm uh, grilling and smoking all the time, having a good old time. And, Dave, you can bet, whenever I get a chance, I light up a stogie when I'm outside, too.
2: Fantastic. I know you said that uh, you're a big cigar connoisseur. And, Colonel Ange, there's nothing like... Prepping your meat, throwing the meat on the grill, cooking, smelling it, watching it with a cigar in hand and in the mouth.
4: General, it doesn't happen any other way in the pooch pit.
2: In fact, I think you've probably got a La Gloria Cubana Siri Armaduro, if I'm not mistaken, probably in hand right now by a grill, correct?
4: The uh, number five, General, correct as always, and a nice strong cup of coffee.
2: There you go. It's, it's, a, it's fantastic. Now, Max, I've got to ask you this because you just released the 2018 AmazingRibs.com Pitmaster Awards for the Best Value Barbecue Grills and Smokers, and there's a whole bunch of names on this list. There's probably about, I don't know, maybe 40 names. So do you get deliveries coming to your door, you know, piled high, all these grills and smokers that you actually have come that arrive at your house that you have to test?
8: I stage them, you know, it's, it's sometimes I get backed up and I have two or three that are still in their boxes, but generally I try to make sure that I get them, uh, you know, one at a time so that I I don't have them in my way. Um, and yes, most of the, the manufacturers, uh, do offer, uh, to send us equipment. Sometimes we buy it, uh, when I'm done, it's their, prerogative if they want to come and get it they can or if they want to send somebody over to give it to them for instance sometimes uh, some of the manufacturers have sent um, competitive teams over here to pick up a smoker Uh, and then if they don't want it either i will keep it or we'll give it to the fire department or the police in the neighborhood they've been uh They've been reaping the benefits of my work <laughs> for years. They, they, they're overloaded with grills and smokers all in, throughout my neighborhood.
2: Well, I just envision the UPS guy coming with a truck, kind of backing it up to your front door and saying, I got a delivery for you and about you know, 10, 12 giant boxes of grills and smokers coming there. And I know in many cases you have to assemble parts of that. That would not work for me. If it's not fully assembled, it doesn't work.
8: Well, I try to look at the bright side, and that involves cigars, Dave, because even in the winter, uh, I I put them together in my garage, and it's the one time in the winter, or one of the few times in the winter, that I get to light up. But it's part of the testing process. You know, some manufacturers say we'll we'll put it together for you and and bring it on over, and I go no, no, I, that's that's part of what I do, is evaluate. Um, when I, when I put something together, it really gives me a good idea of how it's designed and how well it's made.
2: Yeah, I'm I can kinda... see that. Uh, if it comes to me, though, and they say, do you want it assembled? The answer is hell to the yes. I want it assembled, <laughs> delivered, staged. I want everything. I don't want to lift a finger when it comes to, you know, grabbing a... And I always say when they say, "The inst- it's very easy. It'll only take five minutes. And then you look at the instructions, and they're like 58 pages of gobbledygook. And, you know... It, it It never fails. It's always more complicated. But I'm sure that actually is an important evaluation technique because if a grill is very difficult to put together, then clearly the manufacturer either needs to kind of either redesign it or change the instructions to make it easier,
8: yeah, I think um in the early days of pallet smokers, um, sometimes there was wiring involved. I, th- I I think most of the manufacturers have eliminated that. They realized that, Um, Nobody wants to do that, you know. Pellet smokers, for those of your listeners who aren't familiar, are a little more complex. They're basically um, uh, outdoor ovens. They're thermostatically controlled. You just set the temperature just like you do your indoor oven. The big difference is instead of running on gas or electricity, although they do take electricity, they burn uh, wood pellets. And they're fantastic. It's the easiest way to smoke stuff. You'll get better than restaurant quality immediately.
2: Max Good of AmazingRibs.com. He is the vice president of product evaluation. Keeper of the flame. We've also got Colonel Ange from the Western New York Theater of Operations, The Pooch Pit, where I can't believe there's actually not going to be any snow today, and it's going above freezing uh 32 degrees. So when we come back, we'll get into what to how to prep your grill if you already have an existing grill, what to do to get it ready for the summer grilling season, how to make sure it's all set after a harsh winter in many parts of the country. Then we'll get into talking about the amazingribs.com 2018 Pitmaster Awards for the Best Value Barbecue Grills and Smokers. They have a ton of them in different price ranges. So we'll get Best Value Portable Grills, Best Value Backyard Smokers, Gas Grills, Charcoal Grills. Then we'll also talk about the high-end, some high-end grills as well, and the latest technology when it comes to grilling. Man and his meat. As alphas, we love our meat. We love to throw that meat on a massive BTU flame or smoker. It is all about enjoying the alpha male good life, and grilling is a big part of it. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Max Good of AmazingRibs.com. Colonel Ange in charge of the Western New York Theater of Operations from the Pooch Pit as we discuss summer grilling preparatory maneuvers.
0: You need to add some alpha to your Facebook news feed. By following The General, you'll get the latest intel in the world of cigars. Info on the show each week and see what The General is smoking. Click like at Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave.
5: Quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General warning tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight.
2: As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brick House, San Latino, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for twenty you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars.
0: beta males run on tofu, alpha males run on meat, Ah. steak, cigars, and cigar day, the trifecta of pleasure.
2: Summer grilling preparatory maneuvers. I know that many of you think Summer is not coming this year, especially in the northeast, midwest, but it is coming. It is around the corner, and before you know it, you'll be able to fire up your grills and your smokers. So we're going to guide you. We've got Max Good from AmazingRibs.com. Colonel Ange from the Pooch Pit, Western New York Theater of Operations, our grill maestro, and he has been at all of our ple- – well, I shouldn't say all of our Pleasure Fest, Colonel Ange. You missed one. You missed yeah, one I did, for General. Private G. We, but, but, but I have to say that Butcher Dave – Filled in, and you definitely prepped him well, so he was ready to go. Let's talk about your grill has been out. In many cases, people keep their grills out in the winter. They cover the grill. But many of those winters are harsh, even if you cover it. Some people keep them in the garage. What are the important – let's start off with uh, you, Colonel Lange. What do you recommend when you break out your grill, whether you're using a charcoal grill or a propane grill or even a built-in gas grill – what should you do after that harsh winter to get your grill ready for summer cooking maneuvers?
4: Well, first off, I'd make sure that there, uh, the uh, any apparatus that you use to ignite the grill, if it's a uh, electric starter or if it's a gas grill that has a, uh, a, a button that you push, you want to be sure that that is clean and ready to go. Uh, cobwebs, uh, critters, uh, whatever else uh, that can be built up in there, dirt, wind blown dirt, make sure that that's ready to go first. Because when you, you don't want to just push the button and start trying to clean the grill if there's a problem there. So I check that first. Again, as you know, General, we grill all year round, so that's a regular thing that we do. And then, uh, you know, you can start working on it. If you can uh, take it apart, you know, if it, the grill grates remove, uh, if you have a, a, a component inside, like a flavorizing bar or something of that sort, I recommend taking all those out and cleaning them separately if you can. Now, there's another way you can do it. You can put aluminum foil over the top of your uh, grates and turn the heat up, close the grill, then uh, let it cool off. That'll help clean it better. Uh, After that, then, if you want to take it apart, you can, but you want to scrub it. You want to clean it. uh, You can use warm soapy water, use a a sponge, get uh, all those areas, especially the surface areas where you're grilling clean. And, again, look inside. Look around where the, uh, if it's a gas grill, where the, uh, the, the tubes are, where the uh, gas comes out. Make sure none of those tiny holes are plugged. You can take those out sometimes. If they don't remove easily, again, clean them. Uh, make sure that, uh, again, you can find all kinds of spider webs and things that are just going to get in the way and make the uh, heat distribution uneven. So and- take it apart.
2: And, Max, I would also assume, especially when you're talking about gas, you want to make sure all the gas connections are properly snug. You want to inspect to make sure there's no leaks, there's no holes, there's no corrosion. Very important when you're dealing with both uh, either liquid propane or natural gas.
8: Yes, I think if you're like the colonel and and me and you uh, cook throughout the winter, uh, you kind of got your eye on that. You know, it's a good idea, as the colonel observes, to uh say okay spring cleaning even if you've been cooking all winter but if you have not if you're one of those people and most people dial it back at, at minimally to uh during the winter months if they're in the cold climate uh then it is a very good idea to to um really spend some time and make sure everything is operating properly with uh gas uh, they're they're for obvious reasons you don't want to burn your eyebrows off and all, or worse. Um, if you've got charcoal, I, I want to, charcoal or, um, or wood-burning devices, uh, you, you really need to make sure you keep that ash out, especially if it's gonna be sitting around unused for a while because uh, ash will collect moisture and it will degrade the metal in your unit. Uh, it it, it starts to, um, rust will form within the small uh, uh, fractured cracks throughout the metal surface or through the enamel coating and what have you. So make sure you clean out all that ash if you have a wood or charcoal burning device.
2: Corrosion, rust, leaks are the enemy when it comes to grills. When we continue talking summer grill preparatory maneuvers with Max Good of AmazingRibs.com and our own Colonel Ange, From the pooch pit, we will get into buying a grill or a smoker.
0: The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is a Davidoff portfolio sampler, including the Griffins 500. This cigar's outstanding flavor is achieved by blending Dominican tobaccos with a super smooth Connecticut shade grown wrapper to create a creamy, complex flavor. Want cigars like these shipped directly to you each month? Log on to CigarDave.com to join the Officers Club.
2: The Cigar Dave Show is available 24-7, 365 via the Cigar Dave mobile app for Android, iPhone, as well as Amazon Kindle. You don't need to be in front of a radio. You just need to have your mobile device ready to go. And you can listen to me take on the enemies of pleasure, talk about the alpha male good life as we talk cigars, spirits, diversions, grilling, Go and download the Cigar Dave mobile app presented by Diamond Crown. Never miss a minute of a Cigar Dave show with the Cigar Dave mobile app.
0: General has turned on the no-pleasure police sign. You may now feel free to enjoy the good life.
2: Summer grilling preparatory maneuvers. We love as alphas. And as your global alpha in chief, we love grilling. We love steaks. We love ribs. We are carnivores. No vegans allowed in the alpha male fraternity. So we are talking with Max Good of AmazingRibs.com. Colonel Ange, our very own Colonel Ange, in the pooch pit in the Western New York Theater of Operations. Colonel Ange, let's talk about the differences between a gas grill and a charcoal grill as people get ready to purchase grills. This is the big time of year for purchasing, especially around Memorial Day. But what are the main differences, the pros, the cons of each?
4: Well, you know, the way I look at it these days, it's all about uh, the person that's going to be doing the barbecuing. If you're a, you know, once a week or two times a month, Uh, kind of uh, griller and you really want to put some time and effort into it you want that real barbecue taste then you know get yourself a good charcoal grill Uh, there's nothing like uh, grilling on charcoal nothing but again you know there are people that don't want the inconvenience of uh, lighting fires uh, cleaning up ashes for those people you know the convenience of a gas grill is just incredible now if you're someone that uses a grill quite a bit, now you know that I do that and so do you, it's nice to have uh, both. It's good to have a gas grill, just plain convenience. You turn it on and it's ready. There's no prep. There's no uh, charcoal to store, or to light spreading coals. You can set up a nice, I always recommend at least a, a three burner grill, gas grill, so that you can set up a two zone heat. And again, gas grill, nice and easy. For me, and I you going to guess Max feels the same way. When you uh, uh, cook over charcoal, you just get that beautiful, wonderful uh, taste from the charcoal. Uh, however, again, if you don't want the mess, you don't want the fuss, then go gas.
2: Well, you know I'm a big fan of gas because I like turning the thing on and you're ready to go. I don't have to worry about fanning the coals and everything else. But I will say this, Colonel Ange, you did give me a great tip. And you said get some wood-burning chips and just put them on some of the grill grates that you recommend uh, that, that are fantastic. Increases the heat on the grill and evens the heating. Just stick a few of those on there in the corner and it adds a nice, subtle wood t- taste to your meat or your fish or whatever you're cooking.
4: Yeah, you know, that works great. It's, and you've got to use it on something that you're going to be closing the lid to get the real flavor of the chips uh, if you're uh, just going to do a couple of hamburgers and they're thin, they're going to go pretty quick. You may not be closing the lid. But again, the grill grates, I can't recommend them enough. They're fantastic, uh, not only in the way they cook and the way the food releases and the distribution of the heat, but yeah, there's an added benefit. You can throw wood chips on one side of the uh, the grill. You'll get the smoke. You can even use pellets uh, in the same way. It's a nice little aroma, especially if you're doing a steak or something, you can close the lid. And... Give it a few minutes, and it will impart that wood flavor.
2: All right. Let's talk about Max uh, Max Good from AmazingRibs.com before we get into your reviews. Let's talk about the difference between a grill and a smoker.
8: Well, um, many grills can be used as smokers, but strictly speaking, um, if you're gr- grilling, you're doing burgers, steaks, uh, vegetables, whatever. Uh, if you're smoking, that's... Um, Uh, You're you're going at a much lower temperature for a much longer period of time. Usually you're working with meats that have a lot of tough connective tissues like ribs, like pork shoulder, and those tough, chewy tissues break down and turn into delicious, buttery, uh, fantastic flavor uh, if they're allowed to cook for a very long time at a real low temperature. Uh, I, you can, particularly if you have a charcoal grill, you can do some pretty good smoking on it. But if you have the extra money, I strongly recommend getting a dedicated smoker. You don't have to break the bank. There's uh, quite a few that are just a couple hundred bucks. And I understand some some people might say, well, a couple hundred bucks, I, I just don't have a budget for that. I, I, maybe I get a new car every year, but I just don't feel like spending that money for my outdoor device. But I can guarantee you, if you get a decent smoker, and they are available and affordable, you'll be glad you did. It's There's nothing like it.
2: Well, I've got a master-built electric smoker that I like because it's very easy to clean up. It's very easy to... I don't have to worry about any liquid propane. I don't have to worry about anything like that. It's very easy. It's port. I mean, it's somewhat portable. We've taken them to some of our pleasure fest, and it really does a nice job. It took me about three, four times to get the hang of it, but once I did, it is fantastic. You really do set it and forget it. Now, what's interesting, Max, as you just uh, unveiled the 2018 Pitmaster Awards for the best value barbecue grills and smokers, you Maintain a massive database of outdoor cooking, cooker ratings and reviews. This year you considered more than 500 cookers, so that would be, I would assume, grills and smokers, from 190 different manufacturers. That's a lot of manufacturers, but I noticed that Weber and Napoleon seem to dominate the lists.
8: Uh, Well, you know, Weber is wonderful. Uh, There's a reason they're so popular there are many reasons they're so popular. Uh, the the two Canadian companies, uh, Napoleon and Onward. Onward makes Broil Mate, Broil King, a couple other uh, brands. Uh, it's kind of funny that they're uh, such a big presence here in the USA, uh, but they're doing some great things. Napoleon has a wonderful catalog, very high quality stuff. So, and, and another thing uh, that caused them to have a lot of uh, picks on our list is they, unlike um, Broil King and Broil Mate, Napoleon makes a lot of charcoal burning stuff. So they got onto our charcoal grills list, while uh, some of the some other companies that don't make charcoal products uh, were not candidates for that list. So hence, Napoleon got uh, more picks than many other manufacturers.
2: Colonel Ange, you are a big fan of Weber. I know Cigar Mother's got a, a Weber grill. You're a big fan of Weber.
8: Yeah, General, I
4: am. And uh, for me, Weber is about durability, simplicity, and the availability of replacement parts. I mean, Bingo. you can get parts. I've got, I was telling Max earlier, I have an original Weber touch-and-go performer charcoal grill that was back in the day where they actually gave you a white tiny propane tank that attaches that grill this summer will turn 22 years old now I've had to replace a couple of parts but it looks brand new and it works the same way it did the day I got it And the other thing is for me uh, as another consideration that I have to take is the uh, beautiful Buffalo weather I'll be out grilling on a night where it's uh, 12 below or 10 degrees or whatever and that grill will get up to whatever. Uh, on my, let's let's say my gas grill, I get the gas grill, the Summit Gold. Uh, that thing will get up to whatever, 750 degrees, and I'll grill some steaks and close the lid and turn it off. And the ambient temperature outside goes down to 13 degrees. I get up in the morning, get that grill and light it up, and it goes right back to work. It just It can stand the cold weather, and I think that's very important. Uh, It's it's important to anybody that lives in grills uh, in the wintertime.
2: Talking summer grilling preparatory maneuvers and looking at some uh, grills to purchase and smokers to purchase. and Really, I think one of the best times in times that you see the big sales, Memorial Day, Memorial Day weekend, the week leading up to it, you see all the big home improvement stores and grill stores because that is the time when people want to really officially start barbecue season. Max Good of AmazingRibs.com. Colonel Ange from the Pooch Pit in the Western New York Theater of Operations, our guest. Max, we've got different categories that you've evaluated. Best value charcoal grills. Best value gas grills. Best value backyard smokers. Best value portable grills. Best value combo cookers. What I'd like to do is I want to quickly hit maybe... Two because you've got a list of, I think, uh, geez, it looks as though you've got about 810 in each category. But let's select maybe uh, two from each list that we can guide our alphas as they go in to look for a new grill. So first up, for best value charcoal grill, I would say the most inexpensive, and it's the sixth year on your list of best value charcoal grill, the Weber Premium 22-inch charcoal grill, $159.
8: You can't go wrong with uh, Weber. I'm a fan just as the Colonel is. Um, and these kettles are iconic. They're by far and away some of the, the most popular grilling devices in the entire world. Um, the Weber name carries a lot uh, in Europe and other areas as well. Um, there's nothing you can't make on a Weber kettle if you know how to use it. Uh, we touched on the idea earlier of the convenience of gas. But um, one thing I like to point out to people is I would clean a charcoal grill any day of the week over cleaning a gas grill. And you got to clean both of them. If you let a gas grill uh, get all gunked up and nasty, uh, it's you're, you're going to kill it quick, even a higher quality one. And a cheap one, you're really going to murder it real fast. And on top of that, you could have... Uh, Uh, grease fires in them it's so cook uh, cleaning a charcoal grill to me is is not such a bad deal I don't want to belabor it too much but you know most of the stuff burns up over the hot charcoal and all you got to do is remove the ash and with this premium 22 inch charcoal grill by Weber they have their one touch system that has an ash removal system at the bottom all you got to do is move a le- lever left to right a couple times, pop the, this bucket out, and dump the ash. It's, it's pretty easy.
2: All right, Max um, Good from AmazingRibs.com, Colonel Ange from the Pooch Pit in the Western New York Theater of Operations. Our final and concluding segment of this edition of the Cigar Dave Show as we talk summer grill preparatory maneuvers comes your way next.
3: If you're like millions of cigar buffs, you've enjoyed a love affair with Romeo y Julieta. Your passion has made it the world's best known brand, trusted to deliver an excellent mild smoke. But now you're ready for something new and avant-garde, something bolder with more panache. Now there's Romeo by Romeo y Julieta, a modern fuller bodied smoke created to lead an exciting new trend in luxury cigars. Romeo is our finest Romeo e Julieta, an awesome manly smoke, robust and rich in complex flavor sensations. Each leaf is carefully selected, delicately aged and meticulously crafted by expert hands full of wisdom and tenderness. Hands with decades of experience, culminating in an unforgettable smoke. Your first Romeo will blow you away. The passion you've always felt will soar to new heights. You'll discover the passion that burns within. Visit The Cigar Life on Facebook and Twitter. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers.
6: America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone, from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. 100%
0: USDA-certified alpha male. With zero trace of wussification. It's the General Cigar Cigar Dave. Dave.
2: Last segment, summer grilling preparatory maneuvers. Max Good of AmazingRibs.com. Colonel Ange from the pooch pit in the Western New York Theater of Operations. Max, your big list of, has just been released, the 2018 Pitmaster Awards for the Best Value Barbecue Grills and Smokers. I want to hit a number of these very quickly. We talked about Best Value Charcoal Grill, Best Value Gas Grill. Go.
8: Uh, Well, Weber came up with their new Spirit 2 line, replacing their popular Spirit. This is their entry-level, full-size, freestanding grill line. They come in two- and three-burner configurations, beautiful grill. Uh, and I definitely recommend it. Um, we mentioned Napoleon a moment ago as well. They make it onto our list with a couple of uh, gas grills that are really neat. One of the things we like about both of the ones that are on our gas grill list is it has an external uh, infrared sear burner. So we talk about two zone uh, kernel. You got two zone deluxe with that. On your regular main burners, you can s- roast and cook at moderate temperatures. But then when you want to sear, you got that super hot ceramic sear burner embedded in a side shelf on the side. So you have two very distinct cooking zones.
2: All right. Now, the best value backyard smoker. Now, I've got a big green egg, which I think falls into that category. Uh, So give us a couple of your choices on that. Uh, I love the big green egg. It's just a lot of work. But give us a couple of choices.
8: Um, well, you mentioned uh, an egg being a lot of work. Uh, this year we put a um, Vision Kamado. Uh They're a relatively new company, but one of the things that we like about them is they're very innovative. They have a system they call ProZone that addresses um, some of the complaints people have about working with charcoal. I don't like lighting it. I don't like cleaning out the ash. They have this Prozone system that's a slide-in ashtray, basically, at the bottom, and it also uh, has a slot for an optional electronic starter. And uh, recently, they came up with a new uh, uh, quick-change gas insert, so you can slide Prozone out and slide in this gas insert and turn your your Kamado into a gas grill. Uh, another smoker that we've been loving for many years, and it's by far and away one of the best products I believe I've tested, particularly considering the price, is the Pit Barrel Cooker. It's a charcoal burning smoker. It's an upright drum smoker. It's almost set it and forget it, easy to use like a pellet smoker. Uh, 300 bucks delivered to your door, Dave, and it's uh, it's it's a winner. Looking uh, at it, looking at it right now,
2: and yeah. Colonel Ange? Uh, you love the Big Green Egg, the Komodo cooker, because you can get the temperatures very, very hot and do a great steak on there.
4: Yeah, I do. I like it. In fact, honestly, I like it more for searing than I do for smoking. Uh, I guess I, I like to have a dedicated uh, piece of equipment just to smoke. But, again, General, you're right. When I did the steaks on, that, uh, on your uh, Big Green Egg uh, and they were about four inches thick, we got a hell of a steak.
2: No doubt about it. Now, Max, let's talk about best value portable grills. Give us a couple of real quick ones.
8: Okay. Well, we can go to Weber again with the Smokey Joes. I I think everybody's familiar with them. They're just a mini version of their kettles. Uh, Can cookers, anything. uh, it's, It's a riff on the old cowboy cooking thing. It's just a big can. I wouldn't call it a grill, but it's very popular and works well. It's a big old can. You just uh, fill it with something more like a stew type thing, veggies and meat. You could throw it right on an open fire and let it just sit there. It has a, a lid that seals, um, uh, and it cooks up some good stuff. Uh, and the Weber, I gotta say that
2: Weber Smoky Joe portable charcoal grill looks like the kettle grill. It's like forty-five bucks, so you can't go wrong with that. Now let's go to best value combo cookers. <laughs>
8: That's an interesting category that we just came up with, and the impetus for that once again, (laughs) Weber, when they came out with their Summit Charcoal Grill, it is kind of like a Kamado, but it's uh, based on their kettle design. It's a better grill than even their own iconic kettles, and it works pretty much like a Kamado for smoking. Um, There's i I'm trying to... Think yeah, that one runs. I'm looking.
2: That one's about seventeen hundred bucks, but a good-looking mm-hmm. unit. It looks very, very hardy. There's no question about it. Max, let me ask you about this. I see a lot of these TV infomercials about these pellet smokers, these little pellets that automatically inject the pellets. Mm-hmm. What's the story on those?
8: Well, uh, those are the Traeger ads. Traeger owns the market on, in the pellet smokers, uh, but there's a lot of competition these days. They're, they're wonderful. Uh, I mentioned them earlier. They uh, set it and forget it. You can literally dial up uh, the exact temperature you want, throw a big old brisket on the thing and go to sleep and not even worry about it. When you I, wake I, up in the morning, that thing will be humming all night long. doesn't matter if it drops 30 degrees outside. Uh, it's It has a thermostatic control. It's going to keep your temperature exactly where you want it for as long as you keep pumping those wood pellets into it.
2: But doesn't it automatically put the pellets in? You, like, fill the, yes. the bin?
8: That's yes, for me. Yes. It That's has a totally for popper. me. Yeah, well, it's it's for everybody. Believe me, they're they're so easy to use. It's it's just uh, it's wonderful. And when I'm busy and I'm having a party or something, uh, I, if I'm gonna smoke something, most of the times they go on a pellet because it's just that easy and it's good.
2: Okay, we got one minute to go. Very quickly, Max. I've got a. I'm gonna be redoing my outdoor kitchen i've got a, a viking 42 inch uh, gas grill that i've had for since i moved into my house about 14 years ago i want the late it was state of the art at the time top of the line colonel and just cooked on it hundreds of times but i want the best i want top line i want 42 48 inches of maximum btus high technology what do you recommend price is not an object
8: price is not an object because i want quality you're gonna go with Fire Magic and Kalamazoo probably, and you're gonna be sp- spending some money. Uh, Kalamazoo, uh, their their smallest grow, freestanding on a cart, is about over twenty thousand bucks, but it is fantastic. Well, I don't know if I wanted to go that quality, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you said it's no object. <laughs> no,
2: no question about it. But you know what? At the time, now you know, I know that Thermador and, but those names not not great anymore, really.
8: Well, here's one that that uh, that I know you're gonna like, General. It's called the American Muscle Grill by Somerset, and uh, it's uh, you'd have to see a picture of it. It's it's on our look. No, it's not on my. Log- I, I, I tell you what, I gotta
2: cut you off there. I'm looking at it right now. We'll post all these, Max. Okay. We appreciate it as we enjoyed summer grilling, preparatory maneuvers. Max, we're going to get you on again this summer. Max Good of AmazingRibs.com, and we'll have the link to all his reviews. Colonel Ange from the Pooch Pit. We will see you soon, my friend. We appreciate it. Lieutenants and alphas, Cigar Day, the general saying, may your always be full. May your cutter always be sharp. May your ash be extra, extra long. And may your grill always be hot and reliable. Semper show, always pleasure. Long live the alpha. Make America great again. Screw the enemies of pleasure and enjoy those succulent, juicy steaks and ribs. Screw the vegans.